Hello, everybody. Joining me by the campfire today is a wildlife photographer and a newly minted PhD. Dr. Javier Lobon Rovira has finished his PhD in November and already has a lot of publications on the evolution, systematics, and conservation of lizards, mostly lizards, uh, in Africa and in Madagascar. But on top of being a very active scientist and active in several conservation projects, he's also an outstanding wildlife and conservation photographer. With his stunning photographs appearing in many magazines, including several issues of National Geographic. Javier, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you very much. Hey, before we start, congratulations on your PhD, of course. Very thank new. You very much. Uh, it's on uh, Southern African geckos. Yeah. So why Southern African geckos? What's so special about them? What brought you to them? Well, geckos in general, they're amazing. Uh, it's probably one of the most uh, diverse group of lizards um, all around the world. And the, the colonization of Africa uh, um, or the radiation of geckos in Africa, it's, it's just an amazing with huge amount of morphs and uh, life mm -hmm. strategies and, and different sort of things that makes this group amazing. And also in Southern Africa, there is a still a huge gap in the knowledge of this group. So mm. why not to work with them? Definitely. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen them in South Africa, uh, the Pachydactylus and all, all those little ground geckos. They're, they're yeah. really, Beautiful. They're really quite nice. Uh, so your stories for today, are they from Southern Africa as well? Or where yeah. are you taking us first? <laughs> yeah, I can take you to Angola, what is uh, where I develop my main fieldwork, and mm -hmm. I have some funny stories uh, around there. Uh, so you were in Angola for your PhD doing fieldwork? Yeah, I've been there like six, seven times. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I spent <laughs> most of my time in the last five years uh, in Angola. Mm-hmm. And what were you doing there on this particular occasion? Well, I was I was in the in the coastal region that for me is the most amazing uh, area in Angola. Mm -hmm. The good thing in Angola is like you can go from the rainforest in the north to the Namib desert in the south, and you yeah. cross the Afro mountain savanna and all the biomes, mainly all the biomes that you can find in Africa. You can find all together in one country. That uh, for me is one of the most amazing things here from Angola. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, uh, Angola is amazing, and that's and and at the same time, it's one of the most uh, unexplored countries in Africa. So it, everything together makes the perfect combination uh, to do field work. And mm -hmm. yeah, and in this particular occasion, I was in the coastal region. That for me is the the most amazing part of Angola. Uh huh. Uh, the coastal region is mainly uh, arid. Uh, yeah, that goes from coastal savanna to desert. Um, and we were working in a place um, uh, that now is one of our camp-based uh, 
or the meeting point uh, in all our expeditions, we always mm -hmm. finish in that place uh, to sleep uh, for a day or, or two days to rest a little bit. That is mm -hmm. uh, in the Bengala province. And we were there at night uh, trying to find some geckos. And so we, this was the first time that we arrived to that place. We arrived at night. And and that's quite close to the coast, or a little bit more yeah, inland. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite close to the coast, uh, about. And uh, so there, there it's a little bit savanna, like so some some patches yeah. of grass, mostly sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's wow. it's yeah. it's it's more arid than savanna, a little bit more. Mm. Uh, you have uh, a little bit of this uh, plant tree that is called Senegalia. There is like a thorn bush, more or less. Uh huh. And it's the place okay. where we found for first time uh, a genus that we described uh, two years ago, endemic to Angola. That is the Bawerius, uh, a super beautiful gecko that was disappeared for hundred years, and we rediscovered the species in that particular place. So, wow, yeah, and that was the first time you went there. The, the, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they, <laughs> they, they, no, they found the gecko before I was there, and we went there, mm -hmm. and we found plenty of them. So. Oh, wow. So it yeah. had been lost for a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. hundred, hundred thirty years. And, uh. and, and the species was included, uh, within the Afrogecko genus. Mm -hmm. And when we made the genetics, uh, something super cool that we found is that, um, the genus is, uh, this species is not related with the Afrogecko and no mm -hmm. any other mainland Africa geckos and is related with Madagascar uh, species. So it's, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Super freaking cool animal. And yeah. Yeah. So not just lost for 130 years, but also completely unique different in thing. Africa. Yeah. 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 So, so, I mean, not, I think not everybody who listens may understand how a gecko can be lost for 130 years. So, uh. <laughs> so the point is, uh, the the guy who described the species, uh, mm -hmm. they found well, they supposedly found the species with only two individuals, that was described in America, uh, by a researcher from America, mm -hmm. and uh, never found the gecko again. Okay. Uh, for a long time, it is true that in Angola, after the colonial uh, era. It came to yeah. civil war. Nobody goes there until 2002. Yeah. Mm. And field work, seriously field work, start mostly around the 2010, something like this. Mm -hmm. uh, so the species was completely disappeared for a long time. And when we found them, what we discovered is like this small gecko lives mm -hmm. inside uh, the branches, the, the termites holes that they make inside the branches and they were living inside there. Oh, right. <laughs> so what, what our hypothesis is like the guys who found the gecko for first time, they yeah. were just chopping trees to make a fire mm. good and, and the uh, gecko show up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, nobody was doing that presumably. And then you, yeah. if you don't, so you don't, if you don't break the bushes, you don't find the geckos essentially. Well, yeah. we found it in a different way, but but yeah, yeah. And, and 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 the interesting thing of this part is like now uh, we're finding the species everywhere in the coastal region. 
everywhere. Oh. And and right now I, I could say that is one of the most abundant species in Angola. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's no sense at all. So you just needed to know where to look for them essentially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and well, if you have some experience looking for geckos and 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 so on, you probably will find them easily. Uh, but if you are not uh -huh. focused in finding geckos and in this particular place, uh, yeah, it could be lost for another hundred years. And, and did you realize it at the time when you were there, when you're just walking around seeing a gecko and then like realizing that wow, this one has been lost for yeah a long yeah. time. Yeah, so when my colleague, because this was found by first time by Pedro Bespinto, and there is um, yeah. another colleague uh, from Angola and Portugal. Um, uh, when they found it at right at the moment, they say, okay, I think this is the gecko that was lost for a very, very long time. And and yeah, mm. then when we explored more in detail, definitely it was the gecko. And, and yeah, it's yeah. super, super cool. It must be must have been very excited uh, for you as a PhD student at the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, I, I have two main focus or uh, two main uh, bucket species. Uh, oh, uh, mm -hmm. when I started working in Angola, that was first the colecanos, and mm -hmm. that's an endemic species from Angola with a feather tail uh, uh, oh, yeah, gecko yeah, yeah, that yeah. is just mm -hmm. beautiful. And the other mm -hmm. one is is this species and and yeah now I I have seen them plenty and and several times and we discovered a new species of colecanos as well so yeah yeah wow I, and and <laughs> this this these two findings are part of my of my PhD so yeah, yeah. super happy yeah no I I remember the feather tail gecko uh, paper yeah yeah Fantastic. beautiful animals so but yeah and your but, photos of them yeah 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 did you see the photos of those animals they're beautiful <laughs> ah fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I should can show them on the video. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll show them on the video. Yeah, nice. So but if you're listening they, to they, this, you want to see them, uh, check out the YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but the funny story in that place uh, is that when we arrived there the first time looking for geckos, uh, we mm -hmm. found like a small mountain of granitic boulders. Uh, mm. So we thought, okay, this is a place a part of the road so we can hide the car there, sleep there, and look for geckos in the in the in the small mountain because they most of them they mm -hmm. like to be climbing in the rocks and, and so on. And sure. we were we were climbing at night the first day. And I I was in the left side, my colleague was in the right side. And when I start to climb up, I look with my torch pointing up to the top of the small mountain. Mm -hmm. And I see two huge eyes looking at me from the top, uh, and and a completely shape of a big cat. It was a big cat. Oh, oh! And <laughs> I called my colleague and uh, started to to tell him like Pedro, here's something. Come here, and I want to start <laughs> climbing up because indeed I want to see what what it was. Mm -hmm. And when he started to climb, he called me like Javier. Climb down, climb down, get out of there. <laughs> and and when I arrived to the bottom, he told me, "Man, I just found a, a leopard cage in the in the in the oh. small mountain." Uh, Not just any did... any big big cat, but a leopard. Okay. It was a leopard. Yeah. <laughs> so and and from now on, we call that place the leopard cage. Is is. Uh, 
And mm. the day the day after in the morning, so we went to sleep, and the day after in the morning, we climbed up again the mountain to see what is going on, and we found yeah. again this cave uh, uh-huh. with uh, two dead cor- porcupines uh, and a skull of a huge leopard uh, dead there, and wow. a lot of bones of different um, antelopes uh, and other old things, and it, yeah, wow. it was it was a. Uh, I cannot guarantee that the, the animal that I saw in the top of the mountain was a leopard. Maybe it was a caracal or something, but still, I was frightened mm. at the night, like, oh my goodness, first time. Oh, no, but it's very likely. I So uh, after you saw the eyes, what happened then? I mean, did you just say, turn around and go back to the tent or? <laughs> no, no. When I saw the eyes, I want to climb up because I was seeing something ah. like, uh, but I want to see what it what it was because I thought okay maybe this is a, a caracal or serval or something mm. like this uh, mm. so yeah, I want cats, to see that yeah. animal you know yeah yeah because yeah. you never think that <laughs> something that can kill you in three seconds uh, is going to be in the top of your head and I just only realized that it could be a leopard when he told me like Javier I just see a leopard cape like I say oh my god oh <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah but yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful experience that I remember mm. every day. And, and yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, so wow. funny. So, did you go back there again ever, or was that the, yeah, the only so time you I, went to the leopard yeah. cave? Yeah, we every time that we go to the coastal region. Uh, mm-hmm. So in Angola, you have to drive all the way from Luanda if you want to go, for example, to Iona National Park. The, there is in the Namib in the southwest corner of Angola and mm-hmm. all this region to have to go through the coast and this is like the place that we go to sleep uh, every now and then uh, like okay. it's, it's our stop <laughs> still at the leopard cave and and just in the tent I imagine yeah 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 definitely everything is in a tent in Angola but <laughs> but we never seen nothing nothing big around again so okay Okay, so it's the one one show. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that must be frightening. It was frightening at the moment. Now I remember like a funny story, but at the moment it was like, oh my goodness, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not nothing. I mean, I, I remember just in Morocco, walking around at night, and then you know, you just you're looking at small stuff, right? You're looking for geckos. Yeah. I was looking for scorpions, and then you look up, and there's these big green eyes staring at you, and you feel pretty alone in the dark there, right? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Well, the first thing that, yeah. that I did was call my friend, like, Pedro, come here, come mm. here. I'm going to climb up, but come here with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But, but you know, in, in, in Africa, these, these things could happen uh, all mm. the time. Like you have big, big carnivores and big predators and they're around. You just have to be careful, uh, be, yeah. be conscious and and be aware that everything will happen and, and, and be alert and that's it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Big cats are nice. And did you see the other <clears throat> the other cats, like caracals, more often? or? Um... I have never seen a caracal in oh, my life. Okay. Never ever. Uh, and I have seen a serval uh, only once. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I've been looking for in in the Sahara in Morocco and all these areas uh, for for the Sahara cats, the Felis Margarita. Mm, but yeah. unlikely, the cute ones. I have yeah. never seen them. 
there are for me oh. there are the most beautiful cats in the planet yeah with the ra- rounded face and yeah really stocky and, and, yeah. and living yeah. in the red desert yeah it's just yeah. unique animal but hard to find i imagine yeah yeah <laughs> And I see lions, leopards, and cheetahs in, in in other parts of Africa, but no, hmm? no in Angola. In Angola, everything is it's mostly gone. Okay, yeah. Is yeah. that because of the civil war? Or... Yeah, they kill everything. Mm-hmm. They kill yeah. absolutely everything. Almost, uh, they almost extinct the giant sable that is the si- yeah. symbol of the country. So yeah, they kill, they kill absolutely everything. But now it's mm. recovering slowly. Uh, but yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah. I saw you're also working on the uh, conservation of the giant sable. At least you're involved in that project, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Pedro, that is my 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 colleague from Angola. That I do all the field work with him. He's the leader of the conservation mm-hmm. plan of the giant sable. So I try to help them when I can, uh, mainly taking photos or or helping yeah. out going there uh, to the fields. Yeah, your photos are amazing, man. They're really. I don't know, impactful because of the the, the lighting and the, uh, the 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 kind of lenses you're using. It's really uh, really striking. I like that in your top ten on your website, and I will I will link to the website uh, with this uh, podcast. But uh, in your top ten, you have a scorpion there as well. That's uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think in, in the top ten, the, the that one is Abutus occipitanus or Ibericus. Uh, mm. I took the photo in Madrid, so next yeah. to my house. Oh, <laughs> and, and that's you that's don't have beautiful. to go that far. Yeah, 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 that's 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 something that people always tell me, like, oh, you police in National Geographic because you go then and blah 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 blah. But um, the ninety percent of my photos published in National Geographic are from Spain or Portugal. Mm. So you sometimes just need to keep pushing, pushing, and look the the light and look the the frame that you want to to get and 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 of course being lucky because there's two hundred yeah. million photographers doing incredible work, and mm-hmm. sometimes you need, just need to be in the right place at the right moment. So it, does that help for you to be a biologist and a photographer at the same time, or is that? Are these completely different and incompat- uh, incompatible activities in the field? No, no, no. Well, for me, uh, what allows me to take more photos and more photos is be biologist and go to the fields uh, frequently and mm-hmm. and and collaborate with uh, different colleagues working in entomology, ornithology, and different fields. So I can I can find different cool places or cool animals or targets or 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 um, right important stories that you want to tell uh, mm-hmm. because they are working in that and and I can help them to document their work or whatever. So so I think uh, if you are not a biologist and you want to do nature photography, uh, you need mm-hmm. to be close. To a biologist <laughs> working with your study group, uh, that, that's right. the, the experience that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really just n- not your own field work, but the fact that you know other biologists that, who can give you access or tips or uh, yeah, whatever. A different oh, point oh. of view that you will never find it by the wrong probably. Mm. Yeah. Well, your your gecko example is a good one. If you don't know where to find that one, you're not going to find it apparently for 130 years. So. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Awesome. 
So, so yeah. yeah. What what else adventures did you? Uh, yeah, I have another have. story in uh, the coastal region of Angola as well. And ah, yeah, yeah. Because you've been uh, to lots of places. You've been to Madagascar, all over South Africa, Southern yeah. Africa. But Angola yeah. is the place where things happen then. Oh yeah, I think it's because I spend more time there. Uh, mm. Um. And uh, I spent a lot of time in the field uh, that allows these things to happen. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, that I remember one that I was in the in the it was in Bengal as well. We were looking for uh, dwarf vipers, and and nice. that they're pretty common in the south, in the deep south, but as much north that you move. Uh, the the population decreased uh, significantly, mm-hmm. and uh, we were like in the northern uh, distribution area of the species, and we were like for three hours. They, they live in gravel plains with a lot of small yeah. rocks, and they hunt uh, under the rocks, and we were looking for for this animal for a long time. Long so were you looking at night or during the day? How does that work? During the day, like flipping okay. rocks, flipping rocks, flipping rocks. Mm. And I was with with again with Pedro and his son, uh, looking for 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 the vipers. We were like for three hours looking for them. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. And suddenly I saw a Cordylosaurus that is a small lizard with a blue tail. Beautiful, ah, nice, extremely fast. Uh, so we, I start to chase uh, the animal, and I call Pedro and his son, like, "Hey, come here! There is a cool lizard here. Let's see if we can catch it." And we were moving around once and again, and and at the end, the animal went under a rock, mm-hmm. and we were okay. Pedro, you flip the rock, and me and Alfonso, we catch the animal fastly, and and we were all prepared. Pedro was about to flip the rock. He flipped the rock, and when we were pu- going to put it the the hands, the the small lizard, the colored dilosaurus, hide under a dwarf viper. <laughs> but but I saw I saw the animal. But the yeah. son of Pedro also he didn't see the viper, and he put it the two hands on the top of the viper, like boom. And he grabbed the viper and and. We start to yell him like so fun, like no, 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 and he just yeah, released yeah, yeah, it, yeah. and he was lucky, like hell, like oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> and, and he was, and he was about eleven years, so it, oh, he, oh, so also still quite small, so the oh, venom would have been even oh, worse. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we were like, oh my <laughs> goodness, but he grabbed yeah. the the viper with the hands, like whoa. And and yeah. he was lucky that because that that uh, that uh, uh, that dwarf uh, viper, is mm-hmm. the British caudalis, they used to bite twice. So and they bite fast and twice like pa pa pa, and oh. and and mm-hmm. I don't know how maybe the viper was not even realized what the hell is going on. Like Probably just turned the rocket up bright. Like, yeah, yeah. But he was extremely lucky to get not bitten by the. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a bad idea to to start grabbing at something you haven't seen yet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 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 Oh. 
that wow. yeah that was hilarious like oh my goodness yeah definitely. yeah yeah lucky kid because i imagine you were quite far from a hospital or anything like that oh yeah oh yeah mm. yeah yeah no we were in the well there were no chances to go to the hospital where we were we were in the middle of nowhere uh, uh -huh. about five or six hours from the closest hospital so okay but that one was <laughs> that like, would have been bad yeah definitely Oh. And yeah, but that one in Angola was like, was a thing like, oh, that's a story to tell. Like, oh my goodness, yeah, that that yeah, that would could have ended quite badly. But you got both the lizard and the snake, or we we'll got both. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so it ended. We good. realized that if it was a viper. We just take the gloves and the tongs. We take the viper first, and then the lizard, and we take some photos and tissue samples and release them. Definitely. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was an important sample, I imagine. The northern part of the range. Yeah, so. yeah, it was an important yeah. sample, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Always uh, watch where you put your fingers, huh? Oh yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That sometimes it's like you are focusing something and you don't realize what you have around. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, well, I have I have other stories as well in in Morocco, something like flipping rocks and suddenly. A cobra showing up or something like this, like oh my a goodness. cobra. Yeah. Ah. Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, flipping rocks. Yeah. The things come out. <laughs> definitely. And not, definitely. Definitely. And they're not happy about it usually. Oh no. Yeah. No at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, sure. When you flip rocks and there's something really striking there like you know uh that you're on red sand and there's like a black beetle or or something that gets your attention not the sand colored huge scorpion that's sitting next to it um, definitely <laughs> oh but uh, talking about the scorpions i i remember once uh that uh i in Hagolin, again uh, it was raining like crazy and we found uh, a peluncius that is a pond turtle uh mm. to be crossing the road uh, mm -hmm. at night running like crazy and we stop the car I take the the turtle out of the road I put it on the car and suddenly when I flip the the turtle <laughs> uh, it was a scorpion underneath oh like like taking a ride really and and we were clinging to the, the belly yeah and it was a parabutus <laughs> so and and oh dangerous that's a dangerous scorpion yeah yeah, yeah. and 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 we were like Looking at the at the turtle like with the hands and 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 it was like <laughs> like like taking the right, uh, super happy. <laughs> that's strange because normally parabuses don't cling to the underside of rocks. They usually more like digging and huh. yeah, <clears throat> must have I been think the rain. We, we, we must have the yeah, it was raining like crazy. Yeah, yeah, but we ha we must have the photo somewhere about the that uh, cooperation between two species. <laughs> How did the scorpion cross the road? Oh yes, on a turtle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it was fine. Cool. And are you going back to Angola anytime soon? Mm, I don't know yet. Uh, I would like to go. Uh, maybe next year. I'm going to Namibia and Angola if I'm lucky. Uh, mm. But yeah, let's see what what things brings next year. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I still have projects in Angola that do need to be done. So, 
So will it be geckos uh, or other uh, things? Geckos and frogs mainly. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll start working in we we'll start working in Cabinda. Uh, that is uh, an Angolan enclave uh, within the two Congos, the Democratic Republic of Congo and Congo Brazzaville. Oh, really? Uh, so yeah, in the in the rainforest, it's north of Congo River, mm -hmm. uh, and we are going there for first time, like doing biodiversity uh, uh, studies after the 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 war mainly. And it's still a little bit complicated, uh, but it, now is where we are mostly focused uh, to do the next work and and so on. Mm. But yeah, there is there is some challenges still in that area. Yeah, but it's probably unexplored because of that. So you might find another uh, very rare gecko or a new species like you've done so many times before. Yeah. Well, this awesome. is what I expect to find. Uh, this uh, something that I always say when I'm going to the fields is, and people tell me, "Ah, you're not afraid of this or this animal." Mm -hmm. And in places like this, uh, the thing that finds me the most is to find another person, uh. <laughs> uh, because you yeah. you never know. They they have like a small uh, war. They're like uh, not not a civil war, but like a armed conflicts. Uh, mm. And so the last thing that you want to find in the middle of the forest at night <laughs> is probably another person. Yeah. <laughs> I have that so, experience. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's showing up with Kalashnikovs when you're just there with your flashlights. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Please go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they don't have idea who you are. So they uh. can be, they can be serious. <clears throat> yeah. Well, take care, man. Be careful out there. Uh, and take some uh, nice pictures for the rest of us. I will try. <laughs> so if people want to uh, see some of your pictures and want to know more about the projects you're doing, where can they go? Well, they can go to my website, definitely. Uh, I try to post on there most of my work. It is true that the photographic work is not the most updated. Uh, maybe the, the most updated is go to Instagram or something like this. Right. Um, What's but, your yeah. Instagram handle? Do you know by by heart by any chance? Uh, the the name? Do you mean? Yeah. 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 It's, it's the same as as my name is Javier okay. uh, underscore Logan Rivera. So okay, perfect. They can find we'll find it. And the the scientific work I try to publish everything on my website, but they can find it as well in ResearchGate or whatever. If they look for my name, they can find uh, everything that I'm doing. Uh, and if they have any question, I'm always happy to reply the emails or whatever, if they want to reach me out or whatever. And yeah. Awesome. Javier, thank you very much. Thank and... you for inviting me. It was uh, wonderful. <laughs> well, your stories are amazing and I hope you come back with more. Yeah, I can tell you some more stories from Costa Rica and, and other places where I developed some work. Uh, I have some funny stories in Costa Rica as well that I can tell you. Well, well, uh, don't stop now. <laughs> well, I can tell I can tell you one if you want. Uh, I remember because I was I was living in Costa Rica working with sea turtles, uh, with sea turtles. Uh, huh. yeah, with leatherbacks mainly. Mm. Um, this was back in two thousand sixteen, I guess. 
and uh, we used to patrol at night uh, to see if there the females are coming out to nest and lay the eggs and take some measurements and if some nests need to be relocated or so on. But uh, and we used to go by uh, in pairs, so two mm-hmm. persons go together because something could happen. So and... that's at night, right? You're walking on the beach at night in the dark, yes. in the yes. tropical nights in Costa Rica. Yes. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and there were some there were some stories before I started working there because uh, Costa Rica is beautiful for many things, but in the Caribbean uh, it's uh, like a highway, demanding highway for drugs from mm, South America right. to the north, and yeah. many times the the yeah, the the dealers go in the coast and if they see lights in the beach, they think that there are police or something and they start to shoot, like without oh. asking. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, so th- that never happened to me, but there is a stories that they were telling in their reserve where I was working. But I remember one night that I was patrolling alone uh, because uh, one of the colleagues was uh, sick or something happened. I don't remember what. And and it was raining like so bad, so bad, raining a lot. Okay. Uh, and I was working at the beach, and uh, something started to light. I didn't know what it was, and in one second, uh, uh, a thumb hit the beach like three hundred meters or even less. No, three hundred meters, thirty meters uh, away from me. I get blind. The sound was like crazy, wow. like oh, like right next to me, like oh my goodness! I, I, I get blind, <laughs> get served, and and mm-hmm. I run into the into the into the rainforest because there is the 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 line of forest goes next yeah. to the beach. So and I was working in the beach, so I hide a little bit there. Uh, I was frightened, like, oh my gosh, this is, if I move here, the next one is going to be in my head. And yeah. suddenly, and suddenly two leather bags start to come out uh, from the water. Uh, oh. So I thought, okay, I have to measure these animals. Uh, they cannot escape and, and, and maybe something happened. So I went, I went to, to measure the animal, take all the values, and uh, yeah, and and all the uh, the information that or the data that we just sure. record, and when mm-hmm. I was with the second one, boom! At the second time, like again next to so me, li- again, lightning hitting. Yeah, the lightning beach. so bad, like so bad, like next to me, <laughs> and yeah, and, and that was the night. Like say, okay, I go, I go home, and I start to run <laughs> in the beach. Like to, I like, I don't want to be here anymore. That was frightening. Wow! So twice close to twice. you. Twice, yeah. Oh. But 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 really, that never happened to me ever. So like really next to me. Like you get blind in one second, and the sound is like extremely hard. Like mm. like you are breaking it in two. Like and I was like, oh my goodness. And I oh, thought, okay, the storm is passing, so I'm going to measure yeah. the animals. And again, boom! Oh Whoa. my god! <laughs> frightening. That's, it was that, frightening. That, that, yeah, 
Yeah. It, this is one of the worst experiences that I have in my life. Like really frightening. Like really? oh my gosh, I'm go, I'm go, yeah, like I'm going to mm. die here. Like this was bad. <laughs> like really bad because when 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 the the light hits the ground, everything yeah. crumbles. Like 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 so bad. Like in like a earthquake or something. Like and you get blind. Everything happening in in yeah less than a second. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Oh my god, that must oh be so loud. God. And so, do, 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 were you able to see where the lightning hit? Was no. there like no, any trace? No, I'm not even sure if it hits the 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 beach or maybe it was a little bit in the water. Mm. Uh, mm. So right. I have no idea. Uh, but really, like next to me. Oh, you always think that, you know, lightning goes for trees or something, but it was... Uh, no, no, so don't and be it was coming the from open. the water, for sure, because yeah. the storm was coming from the, from the, Oce, from the Caribbean Ocean and going inland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ooh, frightening. Yeah, that, frightening. that is pretty frightening. <laughs> no, no, definitely. The worst experience in my life. And then, well, in uh, when I was patrolling there, would you find always things like you are patrolling in that way, and when you go back, you see how our prints in the beach are these sort of mm. things. That happen. yeah. happens frequently. But you in were South much America. more frightened by the lightning than by the jaguars. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> No, no, yeah, the lightning was super scary. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Just, I can just imagine how loud that would must be so close. Uh, that's frightening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And after Definitely. that, did you continue with the measuring? No, no. I run. I run away and I hide in the in the in the small houses that would have it in the reserve. And mm. that day was enough for me. Like, yeah, okay. I, I'm yeah. I'm really here for conservation, but I'm supposed to put my life in. <laughs> No. Race to, at least tonight maybe tomorrow yeah. we will see uh, but no, not tonight yeah those two data points will have to uh come some other time <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah. yeah definitely definitely uh that sounds very cool though measuring leatherback turtles there oh That's... yeah this is this is beautiful experience again this mm. uh, i've been lucky because uh i have collaborated some really beautiful projects uh mm -hmm. And this one was the one that takes me for first time to Costa Rica. Mm. And there is a place that I love. Um, and and the leatherbacks, uh, you don't realize how big they are uh, until you have one between your arms. Like, uh, I think that year we measure a female that it was about one meter, 90 something centimeters uh, of carapace, only carapace. So yeah, huge wow. animal. Yeah, yeah, huge animal. It's taller than I am, just a, just a shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and how they move in the beach, like how it's possible that these animals could take this life, and 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 it's really scary because uh, the beaches in the Caribbean Ocean of Costa Rica they're disappearing mm. uh, because the. For example, what it happens in the beach that we were, that is, uh, I think it's the third uh, more important uh, nesting population in the world. I think okay. the first is Gabon, then French Guayana, and then this one in Costa Rica. And what it happened is that they built a huge um, uh, port in in the city of Limon, south of, of the Caribbean Ocean. And yeah. it seems like they changed a little bit the currents. Uh, of the sea because that of 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 the coastal line, yeah, and the and the beach was in retrocess going oh, uh, yeah. 
going to the forest. So if they lose all the all the sand needed to nest, the mm. population can just uh, disappear. Oh wow! Anything they can do about it's, it? it uh, I'm not sure. Um, I think there is not too much uh, to be done. Mm. Uh, but this, together with the global warming, because uh, I don't know if you know, but the the sex of the sea turtles depends on the temperature yeah. of the incubation. Yes. Uh, and with the global warming, what we have is more maize. So we yeah. have uh, the sea is full of uh, sea of males, uh, sea turtles, and we are losing not the females. And if we lose the females, we lose the species, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, sexual no. uh, temperature dependent sex determination in reptiles is a problem with climate change. Also with the ge your geckos, I imagine. Uh -huh. or, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it is true that geckos they used to lie the eggs under rocks or in the cracks, so the temperature is more. Mm. Uh, well, it it used to stay cooler. Oh, yeah, depends of the species, of course, uh, but. Uh, it's not as dramatic as it could be with sea turtles because they lie the eggs in the in the sand or the beach that is exposed yeah. to the to the, the to the, the external temperature like right hundred percent and and the heat of the sun every day yeah and so on so, so yeah maybe they need to start laying their eggs a little bit deeper um, oh, Maybe, maybe that is the solution, or they start to, to learn how to get into the forest and dial in yeah. the eggs huh? into the forest. And yeah, yeah, I don't that know. Also, be cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never know. You maybe never know. the combination of things will 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 solve it a little bit. But we'll have to see. Yeah. Well, the species just <clears throat> adapt to everything, uh, but and some others disappear. So let's yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, they're amazing. Um, um, we both we work in uh, in Portugal, or we worked in Portugal. Yeah, and uh, actually on the beach there, I once had a leatherback washing up a dead one, but uh, it oh, just really? shows you how far they get. Yeah, well, they are they are everywhere. Yeah, absolutely everywhere. Occasionally, uh, even in the North Sea here. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely they, they, these animals, and and well, this is fascinating because when they born, uh, they stay in the deep sea uh, for over, I think, is around thirty years. Mm. to get maturity and, and be reproductive, uh, uh, active. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, amazing animals. Definitely. Yeah. Takes a long time to grow if you just eat jellyfish, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Not good. Not good food. Yeah. All right. Ah, that was amazing. Yeah. I just see lightning that, that close twice in a row. Yeah. That will yeah. have you running back. Uh, definitely. Yeah. No, definitely. so, uh, be careful out there <laughs> thanks again Thank for again. being on and uh, javier uh yeah uh, people should go and look at your photos because they are gorgeous and they really show the animals in in such an amazing light it's uh it's really worthwhile finding javier's website and going to have a look at it thanks Thank a you lot. very much Harry. thank you bye bye bye